This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, May 27th, 2021. I'm Caleb Brown. Since two high-profile Second Amendment cases, not much has really happened at the Supreme Court until now. Josh Blackman is an adjunct scholar at the Cato Institute and a law professor and attorney who litigates cases implicating Second Amendment rights. He discusses a new pending Supreme Court case examining a New York law that requires individuals to get a license to carry a concealed gun outside the home. So in 2008, we got the Heller decision. And then in 2010, we got the McDonald decision. The Heller decision is essentially established that the right to keep and bear arms as enshrined by the Second Amendment is an individual right. And the McDonald decision essentially found this right is hereby incorporated under the 14th Amendment, meaning it is applied against state governments as well. And then what happened? Over the last decade, uh, nothing happened. The court declined case after case involving the Second Amendment. The court turned away case involving concealed carry, involving open carry, involving the right to have an AR-15, involving the right to have an expanded capacity magazine, um, the rights of non-felons to have their gun rights restored. Um, every conceivable gun case, the court turned away for the past 10 years. Okay. What are your thoughts on on this case going forward? This is a case uh, on uh, the degree to which New York and presumably all other states can restrict the right to uh, keep and bear arms outside your home. Well, I'm thrilled the court has finally decided to take a gun case. It's been a long 10 years. I think I was in your studio back in 2010 talking about McDonald. My hair was a lot shorter. I didn't need glasses. You know, I was, I was, I was a bit thinner. Uh, a, lot, a lot of time has elapsed in the last decade. Uh, but here we are in 2021 talking about this issue. A couple of things to keep in mind. The composition of the court has changed. Uh, first off, Justice Kennedy is now off the court. Um, for the longest time, I thought he was perhaps a holdup. He didn't want to take a gun case. He was kind of squishy. And then Kennedy left the court, and then it turned out it was actually Chief Justice Roberts who didn't want to take a gun case, and he was squishy as well. Well, he is no longer the fifth vote. Uh, he's at most the sixth vote. So in theory, the court's five other conservative members can rule for the Second Amendment uh, without the chief coming along. Uh, so I think we shall be pleasantly surprised. Uh, not much good came from the Trump presidency, but this is one of them. And we actually have justices who are willing to take the Second Amendment seriously. And I think this is a uh, uh, th- this is a virtue that we have to, to to live with for some time, hopefully. So what complicates this case in your view? I mean, given what we saw from the plain text of the Second Amendment and the Heller and McDonald decisions, what does this tell us ought to prevail uh, at, at the Supreme Court? Well, let's go back to Heller in 2008. Heller was about the right to keep a gun in your home, and it didn't consider D.C.'s carry laws because D.C. didn't allow carry. You couldn't have a, have a gun at home, and you couldn't have a gun on the street. Um, but Heller had some language that I think is useful, right? We have the Second Amendment, which says keep and bear arms, bear which seems to be carrying in some capacity. Um, and then you have some language in Heller. Heller said that you can't, uh, we don't decide whether you can bring a gun to a sensitive place. Well, that would seem to say that you can bring a gun to a non-sensitive place, right? The fact that there are these sensitive places you can't carry would logically suggest that there are non-sensitive places in which you can carry. And there's other language in Heller supporting it. 
Um, but to be frank, Caleb, over the last decade, lower court judges have engaged in a massive resistance. They've ignored Heller. They've tried to minimize it. They've said that the Second Amendment either doesn't protect the right to carry or it does protect the right to carry, but the state can deny it for any reason at all. In New York, the law is that you can only have a gun if you have a special need, a special justification. That doesn't mean you want to defend yourself or your family. That means you have some real unique need. And really, that means the sheriff likes you, right? If you're politically connected, calling some favors, you'll get the gun permit. But for regular people, they're not getting it. And it's basically an at-will, completely arbitrary regime. And I think this is not going to be upheld by the court. What would that mean for potentially states or cities that would like to strictly regulate the ability of people to uh, take guns outside their homes? I think what the court will say is you can still run background checks. You can still decide if someone is a felon. Um, you could still impose uh, safety requirements. For example, you go to the range and you have target practice and you have a proficiency with firearms. But what you can't do is make people justify why they need a gun. They don't have to give a specific reason. For example, they have you know uh, uh, some business they have to defend or they're in the private security business, right? Or they're a bodyguard. A, a, a law-abiding citizen who wants to be able to defend himself should have to do nothing more and simply pass a background check and perhaps maintain some proficiency with the firearm. So facially neutral rules and no government ability to say yes or no on a case by case basis. Right. There should be a, what there's two types of laws, Caleb, in the in the United States: shall issue and may issue. So I live here in Texas. Texas is a shall issue state. If I apply for a concealed carry license and I pass the background check, the state shall, must issue me a license, no questions asked. Other states like New York have what's called a may issue regime, where even if you pass all the background checks, they may give it to you, they may not. And it's completely arbitrary, it depends on discretion. And I think what the court will say is these may issue regimes are unconstitutional. Um, usually we don't need the government's discretion to exercise a constitutional right. They can have a neutral law, Pass a background check, that's fine. But what they can't do is put it up to the flip of a coin for whether the sheriff likes you. If the court throws out New York's regime, uh, how many other states could be implicated? You drew this distinction between shall issue and may issue, and that may issue sounds like government discretion to me. As it stands now, about a dozen states have may issue regimes. They vary to different degrees, but for example, in New York, and in California, someone at some level of government has discretion to deny you a permit. Uh, in some cases, it's by the state attorney general. In other cases, it's by a state agency. And in other cases, by state, local, you know, by local sheriffs who have complete unfettered discretion. And I think the court will say this sort of discretionary regime cannot be reconciled with a constitutional right. Josh Blackman is an adjunct scholar at the Cato Institute. This month marks the 15th anniversary of the Cato Daily Podcast, and in appreciation to our listeners, we have a small gift for you. Visit cato.org slash cdp15 to learn more. <laughs>